Hello and welcome once again to another episode of Caught Between a Tie and High Heels. I am Jamie. I am your hostess and we are talking about being transgender and hiding, primarily answering questions. I'm basically telling you everything there is to know about me and my trans life growing up and being hidden uh, and what I've done to hide. And I will eventually get to the good stuff like what I do now. Um, like this episode. Uh, so this is a bonus episode that we're going to do. And I just have to talk about this. Because um, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But uh, actually one is a weird thing that I wanted to share um, and talk about and ask a question. And then the other one is just something that I got a really weird response on. Um, that I, well, I take it back. I saw an article and uh, I was really... I was kind of put off by that. I don't know if it was a joke or whether or not we are just entering into that. But let's cut to the meat and potatoes. So I'm on Facebook and I am seeing an article that um, happened to talk about a chair. Okay. And the chair was comfortable. The guy who posted it up, he was like, I just got this brand new chair. It's comfy, but hey, no homo because it's being comfy first of all I hate the phrase no homo because I just that's such crap I hate that so much um but then I ended up posting up a chair of uh, a picture of my chair which is huge purple and I have my um my uh my throw of cats that are also purple on top of it and on a white background and I got a lot of people that really loved it and everything. And it was, um, I got a lot of pretty positive response. And then I started getting the negative response. And of course we know it's going to happen. And, uh, it was, I mentioned that I was a trans lesbian and that just set it all off. There's no such thing as a trans lesbian. Um, and then it got to the point where trans women aren't women. Now we've all heard that uh, story uh, or argument and that went on. And before I really had a chance in order to uh, say much, the other wonderful people that were there, obviously a, a few of them were queer um, of some way, shape or form, could have been trans as well. Uh, but they just like socked it to this one individual. But then... This other individual just would not relent and started talking about how I was uh, by saying that I'm a woman and for trans rights to happen for uh, and, and did not specify, just said trans rights. Any of us that are, are hoping for trans rights or fighting for trans rights were taking rights away from women. So somehow... They're transferring. So if we as trans people get rights as a trans woman, so I am seen, you know, I, I am officially, I get the right to be seen as a woman and I am able to be, I'm somehow taking away rights from cis women, uh, other rights that women have achieved. So suffragettes, I'm taking away from all of that. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I, that is like, so where is that logic coming from? I, you know, I, I quickly responded and said, well, I'm not really understanding how that's happening. 
Um, what am I taking away from you? You are a woman, a feminist, obviously, because you're telling me that I'm not a woman myself. Um, maybe it's obvious. I don't know. Um, so I'm just talking out of my ass at this point, but yeah, basically saying, um, that I am taking rights away from you by wanting to be treated equal. I don't know what rights that I would be taking away from. I mean, I have long argued that being, it, it pretty much, it, it sparks that whole argument of this is a choice. I choose to be trans. Horseshit. I don't choose to be trans. I, if I prayed so many times in church, I cried. I was like, God, why have you done this to me? And the whole nine yards, it was terrible. Um, no. I don't, I, you know, I'm, I was born a white male. You cannot have more privilege. I literally, if I did nothing, I could coax through the way society is, sadly. I could coax through just basically do whatever I really wanted to do. Um, I mean, you know, within reason, I'm not going to do stupid stuff, but you know, I mean, I had... If we're, we're if we're talking male privilege or gender privilege, I had it. But no, I am choosing to be, uh, you know, identify as the woman that I am. And yeah, I'm totally okay with taking that pay cut. But I'm sure as hell going to fight for equal pay for women. And I told her that. I was like, no, I'm not fighting for just trans rights. I'm fighting for equality amongst everybody. Why does somebody have to be having different rights. I mean, we're looking at gay rights that have been around for a long time. There's a whole bunch of stuff in the news today about trans rights being cut here and all that other stuff. We just seem to be the talk of the town as far as this administration is concerned. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I'm still working off of uh, really bad sinuses. So hold on. I, I got to get a drink. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you for dealing with me on that. But there's like so much in the media today about trans rights, this trans, this trans, that, um, and there's still a lot of issues that, uh, rights that still need to be given to same sex marriages. Um, the LGBT, uh, community that, I mean, the, there's tons of rights for us all to be. So I'm not just looking at, yes, I am going for women's rights, but I also would, uh, protest or want to see, equal rights for everyone. I'm a human being. A cis male is a human being. If that cis male happens to be um, African American, if I happen to be Asian, we are human beings. That's one of the beautiful lessons that I learned about being in the military is you, you share a foxhole with that other individual. It does not matter who they are. They have your back. You don't look at it as being a if you're brown, yellow, black, whatever. That is a fellow human being. They are putting their life right there next to you. They have your back and you have theirs. That's how it should be around here. But everyone wants to fit in a little pocket. They all want us to fit in there. So she went off the rail uh, at me a little bit more. And I was just like, I don't even understand where she's coming from at that point. And I left it alone. And oh my gosh, I, I checked back and there were more people that like just laid into her like saying you are just an absolute awful person your logic doesn't make sense i don't understand you know and so yeah i was oh, anyway 
Um, then shortly after, and this all happened this past week, so that's why I wanted to get it out and talk about it, was this other, um, this other article about uh, how, and I don't know whether or not it was, I thought it wasn't on The Onion or anything else like that. I don't think so. Um, where, you know, it's all farce news and everything else, you know, it's stupid stuff. It's to make you laugh. You know, if you've never read the onion, look it up. They, it's really awesome. It, you get a good laugh. Um, so I don't think it was on one of these websites, but I saw an article where a cis person is, I think, suing or they're upset. They feel discriminated against by using the word or d- using the term cis. That they do not being like referred to as cisgender. And I'm like, are we, so are we by saying and putting a label on a person who is born male, is okay with being male, and in a heterosexual relationship of saying that person is a cis, are we you know, C-I-S, I I mean, we didn't, that term has come up, I guess, in the last five years for me. Um, I remember growing up, again, way back in the day, uh, where transgender wasn't even really part of it. It was just LGB, so you had lesbian, gays, and bi's, and that was it. Q wasn't even thought of. Forget about that. And the plus just is way off the charts back then at that point. And we were using the term GG as a genetic girl or a GM as a genetic man. I remember using those terms all the time. Like, oh, that's my GG, you know, or that's a GG and and that type of stuff. So or just using the, the, the initials. So cis has come along and that's also now do we go back to the GG? Is cis too much of a, I, I just don't, it bothers me that we're this hypersensitive and if it is offensive, well, shit, I'm not going to use it. Absolutely not. But I I don't know whether or not we're all being, I mean, oh, my gosh. My identifying, the way I identify has changed, like, I don't know, four times because I'm trying to keep up with all the new labels and the separation and the, you know, the umbrellas that I fall underneath. You know, it's like I don't even know where the hell I stand half the time. I know I'm trans. I know I'm a trans woman. And I know I like women, so I think I'm pretty set with those two. Um, I feel sorry for my kid who is trans, um, likes the pronouns she, her, and hers, but wants to dress androgynous and identifies as pansexual. So it's like, oh, okay. So I could just imagine how confusing that could be for her. Um... I, you know, that would be even more of a struggle, but thank God she is, she was born, um, in this time period, this generation, um, has been so much more open and I am so eternally grateful because it's given me the strength in order to do this podcast for one, um, and start looking at myself a little bit more. And now I'm trying to be that role model for my own kid, um, who has held off a little bit, been a little nervous, uh, she's also in a relationship with a gorgeous girl um, who loves her very much. And, I mean, they already seem like they should be married. I'm not trying to put any pressure on her or anything else like that if she happens to listen to this. But, yeah, I mean, they're already in a great relationship. So I, I'm very happy for her. 
and I'm trying to be that um, that role model of saying, you know, I I'm gonna come out. I'm gonna try and come out. I'm I'm creeping out of the closet. I literally have like maybe four toes out right now. Um, this podcast, maybe there's more. I'm gonna try and get the whole foot out with this podcast uh, as you start learning more about me. But yeah. Um, oh, and what was the other article that I saw that really kind of upset me? Um, somebody felt. Uh, somebody felt offended by the trans flag being out and being in front of different houses or buildings or being flown uh, in some place. And I can't remember what it was. I, I promise I this is just off the cuff. I wanted to share with you, but I, I'm trying to remember where it was. And I'm sorry, I'll, I'll have better... Next time I do this a uh, little tangent, I promise I'll have like sources and everything else. Um, but yeah, they were offended by the trans flag. And I'm I uh, again, I don't know if we're delving into a point of being too hypersensitive. There's so many symbols that are out there. There's so many um flags. I don't even know what the official flag is for uh a lesbian. I looked it up online. There's like two different versions. People don't like the old version. So there's like four or five other people that are submitted other uh, flags. Uh, there's an old one that had a lambda symbol on it. Um, uh, I think I was back in the 80s or the 90s. I don't even know. Um, so I latch on to the trans flag that that's uh, that's my flag. And I also have the rainbow. So I have these really cute little buttons that have both the rainbow flag and the trans flag. It's kind of like down in the middle. I'm, you know, I have both. And then on my other side, if I were to ever have be brave enough to go out and wear these in public, uh, I would have my pronouns that would be on the other button. I love these. Um, oh, let's see. These are from I have to talk about these. These are pronoun buttons. And they are from Buttonsmith uh, Inc. You can go to buttonsmithinc.com. I will actually put that uh, link in our, uh, or again, I'm. it's only me. I don't know where I'm getting the hour part, but it's only me. Uh, it's a 12 pack of buttons and you get, um, my pronouns are uh, she, her, and hers, him, him, uh, he, him, and his, and they, them, and theirs. You get five of the she, five of the he, and two of the they. And it's really awesome. These are $24.99. Um, I love these little things. I actually gave my daughter one. Um, and they are, let me see, what else can I tell you about these really cool buttons? Um, they are two and a quarter inch diameter. Uh, Buttonsmith. Totally going to, there you go. You just got a promotion right there. Love these buttons. I ended up picking up a pair, and then I also got, oh, we're just going to talk about being pride right now. Why, by the way, I have not experienced a pride, so if you know of any really good prides, uh, pride festivals or celebrations um, that might be happening, let me know. I want to put something on my calendar. Um, traveling is not an option, so don't worry about location. Just let me know. I would love that. Um, and then I have these really, really cool pride buttons where it is split halfway down uh, or half uh, is the rainbow flag, half is the trans flag. And that is from Compoco. 
C-O-M-P-O-C-O. And I will... Compoco.com. I will post those up as well. Uh, so you will see those links in the description of the website. Or the podcast. Excuse me. Um, I love our flag. I love flags. Um, there are flags like the Nazi flag. I'm sure as hell that's offensive. Uh, SS flag. That's offensive. Um, I understand being born in Virginia. I get the offensiveness of the stars and bars. Um, basically the Confederate flag. Um, uh, it is offensive. You know, the Civil War was not just started up, and I'm not going to go on a history lesson, but slavery was definitely a huge factor in it. Um, but I I tend to get nervous about uh, it, it's offensive to me in that way of the pressure or the, the tension that has been brought up about it. Um, and speaking of Virginia, there's also another flag. Oh, the don't tread on me. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, again, I'm dealing with sinuses. Forgive me. Um, that was the other one that I, I don't even know. There's like a, I, I think that there was some kind of, um, controversy about that one being offensive as well, but I, I don't know the story of that. So if you know the story about the, I think it's the yellow one with the snake and it says, don't tread on me. Um, if that, I don't know the story about that. So if you know the story about that, I will look it up. Um, but, uh, if you know the story, let me know. I would love to hear that. So I'm going to close for now. This is a bonus episode. Um, I just want to get those things off my chest and I think I'm going to probably do this more often. Um, I want to stick to these smaller ones so I can share more. Um, I know the last one was 40 minutes. I'm so sorry. But, you know, you're talking about a 15-year marriage, and I still didn't get everything else. After I recorded that one, there's so much more that was just very hard um, when we were going through the divorce process, and I got told that I was an abomination by the Catholic priest. That was uh, that was also an eye-opener. So, um, then an abomination I shall be. Um, anyway... Uh, let me know and, uh, let me know if you actually buy any of these buttons. I would love these. So I'll have the, uh, the, the links posted up. Give me any kind of questions or comments. I would love to hear from you at questions, plural, at tieinhighheels.com. Or you can also visit the website at tieinhighheels.com itself. Go to the contact page. We have a fantastic little, small little form. Fill it in and uh, just send it on its way. Look for us on Instagram and Facebook at Tie and High Heels. And please go to iTunes. Uh, I'm going to ask you real, please do me a favor. Uh, go to iTunes and give us a rating. Let other people start to be able to see uh, and find us a little more. I would really appreciate to help spread the word around. Also, if you're part of any kind of support groups, let other people know uh, if you wouldn't mind. I would love to hear from any support groups. I will be happy to talk about them or give them some a shout out on the podcast. I would love to do that. So let me know that, okay? Um, and look, we're under 20 minutes. Yay. All right. Y'all take care, and I will talk to you next time. All right. Bye-bye.